Hello. You're listening to the audio version of Parkrun Magazine. Thanks so much for joining us. This audio mag is a place to find out more about leading a happier and healthier lifestyle, as well as hearing from the communities and people at the heart of Parkrun events across the United Kingdom. Here we are in the second episode of Series 4 of the audio version of Parkrun Magazine. During this series, we're sharing some of the stories that featured in Issue 4 of the printed edition of the magazine. In this episode, we'll discover more about Parkrun's status as a charity and hear Gillian from Northern Ireland's Parkrun story. But first, are you thinking about taking up a new hobby? Perhaps you're not sure what you'd like to do. Or maybe you're worried you won't have enough time to spend on a new activity. Let's talk through a few ideas that we hope might inspire you. When you're thinking about trying something new, it can sometimes seem as if there are barriers stopping you, from time constraints and cost to not having faith in your own abilities. But research shows that having a hobby can provide many physical and mental health benefits. In summer 2023, journalist Victoria Stokes found out more. Here's a question. How many times have you wanted to have a go at something new? Perhaps a new hobby, craft or way of getting active? Only for other commitments or the fear of stepping outside your comfort zone to get in the way. Trying out a new hobby can feel like a scary step. But once you get over those beginner jitters, you can reap the rewards. We've investigated a selection of rewarding and accessible hobbies. If you're thinking about trying something new, have a look at these ideas. Find out about orienteering. Know your way around a map? Reckon you could find your way out of the wilderness Bear grill style? Or do you simply fancy a bit of competitive fun that challenges both your mental and physical abilities? Then orienteering might be for you. And with an estimated 120 orienteering clubs across the UK, there are plenty of events to choose from. Along with your fellow orienteers, you'll use a map and a compass to navigate yourself around a course that covers various kinds of terrain, putting both your mental skills and fitness levels to the test. The person to complete the course in the quickest time is the winner, but if you aren't feeling competitive, you can take part just for fun, working on your own or as part of a team. Children's author Josie Dom started orienteering four years ago and signed up to Stragglers Orienteering Society, a UK-based orienteering club with around 80 members. Orienteering has given me many new friendships. I now know lots of people in the orienteering world, which means there is always someone to chat with at an event, she enthuses. Josie has also noticed an improvement in her fitness levels, and says she's had the opportunity to travel around the UK attending events since she signed up. The great news is you don't need much to get started. Josie advises wearing what you'd usually wear when you're getting active, and hiring equipment such as compasses and whistles if they aren't already provided by your club. Not sure if you're ready to commit? Josie says you can take part in a couple of events without joining a club to get a feel for what it's like, and if you still need a little convincing, Josie says this, I can't see any reason not to love orienteering. You're being active, using your brain, seeing the countryside and getting out in nature. There's also a great camaraderie amongst orienteers and you will be welcomed. Sing in a choir. It's official. Joining a choir is great for your physical and mental health. Not to mention a whole lot of fun. 
Researchers for one study in Wales found that stretching those vocal cords triggered the release of the happy hormone oxytocin, which is thought to lower stress levels and blood pressure. Choir singing is also linked to improved self-confidence, self-worth and self-control. And, get this, it has even been associated with improved cardiovascular fitness, thanks to the effect singing has on lung function. The increasing popularity of choir singing means that, whether you're a fan of a Pacey ballad, show tunes or rock anthems, there's a choir out there for you. Business owner Kirsty Devine joined Rock Choir, a choir company with rehearsals in 400 towns across the UK, seven years ago to combat the loneliness of being self-employed. She hasn't looked back. Rock Choir isn't just about the singing. I've formed some of the most amazing friendships since I joined. Real, lifelong friendships with people I can call upon, Kirsty shares. She says joining a choir has worked wonders for her mood and overall sense of well-being. I go to two rehearsals a week and they lift my spirits so much. No matter what is going on in my life, that 90 minutes of singing and socialising makes everything better, she says. If you mostly sing in the shower or into a hairbrush when nobody is looking, the thought of singing in front of others can be daunting. But Kirsty believes if she can do it, so can you. If you're thinking of starting a hobby, particularly one that requires the courage of walking into a room full of strangers, get a friend or family member to sign up with you, she advises. With Rock Choir, we provide a welcoming environment. There's no music reading. You don't even need to believe you can sing. You just need to enjoy it. Try trail running. Looking for an inexpensive and accessible hobby that almost anyone can do? Put trail running at the top of the list. Unlike road running, this sport is as much about taking in the sights as it is about getting more active, as you explore rocky, rooty and muddy terrain on foot. Trail running is sociable, challenges your muscles more than road running and allows you to take the scenic route. But perhaps the best news is that, like parkrun, you don't need to be a runner. You can take it at your own pace. Sonny Peart is a co-founder and trustee of Black Trail Runners, the UK's first trail running organisation aimed at black people, people of colour and white allies. We work to remove barriers to participation, focusing on access, skills and representation, Sonny explains. Chances are you already know some of the benefits running has to offer. It's great for your cardiovascular health, improves lung function and can fend off stress and depression. Trail running, Sonny points out, has the added benefit of being outdoors in green spaces. Our members often tell us of the mental health benefits of trail running, the joy of exploring local trails and the thrill of discovering some of the UK's beautiful landscapes that can only be reached on foot. They speak of being at one with nature and creating a powerful connection to the landscape, he enthuses. You can walk, jog or run off-road in your local park or green space. You just need a pair of comfortable trainers. However, if you're planning to tackle trickier terrain, you'll need to get hold of a little extra kit. Think weather-appropriate clothes, trail running shoes and a navigation device if you're really going off the beaten track. As far as hobbies go, Sunny believes trail running is one of the most accessible. All our social runs and trail taster events are free for participants and we'll provide travel expenses too if finance is a barrier to participation, he explains. We also have a kit library so community members can try out equipment without the expense of purchasing something they may use only once. 
Trail running is a beautiful thing, Sonny says. Not only can it improve your physical and mental well-being, it can transform the way you relate to your local environment, giving you access to parts of your local area that normally remain hidden. Become a volunteer. Volunteering is an excellent way to put your passion, skills, talents and time to good use. And it's not just the recipients who will reap the rewards. Volunteering can improve your mental health and help you to feel more socially connected too. Mum of three and business owner Gemma Arbon first caught the volunteering bug back in 2015 when she signed up for her local park run, where she had already been completing the course for almost a year. The move to volunteering was a steady one. I started out as a tail walker, then a marshal, and eventually began volunteering at a new junior park run, she shares. Gemma has tried her hand at nearly every park run volunteer role, from run director to warm-up leader at juniors. As a result, she says she's made some really close bonds. I wouldn't have made the connections I've made without stepping forward to volunteer, she says. Perhaps volunteering is something that's always been on your radar, but something has held you back. Maybe a lack of time or the fear of stepping outside your comfort zone. Volunteering might seem daunting, but it is actually much easier than you'd expect, Gemma encourages. If you're planning to volunteer with Parkrun, after meeting the run director, you will be guided through your role and your community will rise up around you. People might expect volunteering to be a time-consuming activity or worry that they lack the right experience. But as Gemma points out, there are rules out there to suit every schedule and every level of ability. So, what are you waiting for? Community gardening. If you're the green-fingered type, you'll know there's something cathartic about pulling up weeds, pruning branches and planting flowers that will eventually blossom. Ever thought about teaming up with others to transform green spaces in your area? Tom Shackley is Head of Project Success at Spacehive, a fundraising platform for community projects. He knows firsthand the benefits community gardening can bring. In fact, gardening is one of the most popular projects they have at Spacehive. Gardening has long been associated with therapeutic benefits and anyone who's done a day's digging knows that it can also be a physical task. He enthuses. Gardening may be associated with mindfulness. One UK-based study, for example, shows that just 30 minutes of outdoor gardening can reduce stress and improve mood. However, Tom reckons it's the social aspect of this hobby that's most beneficial. Community gardening offers people the opportunity to come together and be part of something with their neighbours, which in turn can lead to new relationships as well as a sense of local pride, he says. It offers an opportunity to get creative too, as no garden is the same. Feel like getting involved? Check out the RHS website's community gardening page for details of projects throughout the UK or social farms and gardens. Spacehive has loads of active community gardening projects across the country. If you're based in the West Midlands, you could meet with local people at Kingdom Forest Gardens to learn about edible perennial plants, such as fruit trees, fruit bushes and herbs. In Northumberland, you could play a part in creating a safe space for women facing hardship by developing an outdoor space at a woman's workshop. Or in Guildford, you could get involved in a project that promotes local habitat conservation and sustainable food production. There's no telling the impact you and your green thumb could have. 
If you've listened to a few episodes of this audio magazine, you'll have realised that everyone has the chance to tell a parkrun story. Of course, you may not have started your own parkrun story yet. Listening to this audio magazine could be the opening chapter. Perhaps your parkrun story features hundreds of events, or maybe it's only just begun and you've been along for the first time to see what it's all about. Communities have been created and friendships have been forged in and around every parkrun event in 22 countries across the world. Over 8 million adults and young people from all walks of life are connected by parkrun every weekend, taking the chance to be active outside. Although parkrun started off as a timed 5k run in a London park, it has transformed into a global health and well-being charity. What does that mean? And why is it important not just for your local parkrun, but for millions of people around the world? Let's find out. Someone new joins parkrun every 17 seconds. That sounds pretty amazing, doesn't it? But parkrun would like to reach out to even more people globally. When you stop and think that more than a quarter of adults and 80% of teenagers around the world aren't meeting the recommended levels of physical activity suggested by the World Health Organization, and that millions of humans experience loneliness and social isolation, you can see why Parkrun wants to try to connect with more people, particularly those in socially and economically deprived areas. By 2028, we'd like to double the size of the worldwide Parkrun community, making sure millions more adults, young people and communities can take advantage of Parkrun's proven health benefits. As our CEO Russ Jeffries says, Parkrun's aims are straightforward, to create a happier, healthier planet. If you've been to Parkrun, you'll know how that happens. Parkrun events empower people to get together and be active, social and outdoors. Right now, more than 300,000 people walk, jog, run and volunteer at Saturday 5K and Junior 2K Parkruns around the world every single weekend, completely free of charge. That makes us the largest health and well-being movement on the planet. Parkrunners around the world celebrate achievements, whether that's milestones, first times or new skills gained. This builds self-esteem, which in turn nurtures personal growth and can help to combat social isolation. Each event creates its own community as new friendships are made. Even the local cafe benefits when parkrunners stop and hang out afterwards for a cuppa. Everyone's welcome at Parkrun, and one of the reasons we're able to say that is because Parkrun is free, for everyone, forever, and it always will be. However, that doesn't mean Parkrun is free to deliver. Thanks to the generosity of landowners opening up their green spaces and the huge commitment of volunteers around the world, Parkrun has been able to grow rapidly during the past 19 years. Everyone doing a little bit makes a massive global difference, explains Kenneth Foreman, Parkrun's head of commercial and fundraising. Together, all the volunteers around the world donate an incredible 38,500 hours of their time each week, the equivalent of 1,300 full-time staff. Keeping Parkrun going globally costs the equivalent of £83 per Parkrun per week. Parkrun Global has been able to invest in events to make sure they remain accessible and safe for everyone. And this money helps to support volunteer teams and update our technology. But if we want to keep the Parkrun movement growing and reaching more people, 
we need to scale up our investment. Parkrun is life-changing for so many individuals, and we want even more people to become healthier and happier by taking part. So how are we going to do that? Well, we have some exciting plans. We're going to support our volunteers even further, helping people to make Parkrun part of their communities in a simple, safe and culturally appropriate way. We'd like to bring Parkrun to neighbourhoods that aren't fully represented on the map of events right now. Currently, around 20,000 young people aged between 4 and 14 take part in 2K Junior Parkrun events on Sundays. We'd like to add another 13,000 to this number, which means helping to establish and support more than 100 new Junior Parkrun events, inspiring lifelong healthy habits in all those who take part. We'll be undergoing a digital transformation that will support all parkrunners and improve accessibility. Some people are reluctant to come to parkrun because they don't think they can walk, jog, run or wheelchair the distance. We've got so many ideas to support and encourage potential parkrunners to make small changes to their physical activity week on week with the eventual aim of completing a parkrun course. When we put these plans into action, We hope to give millions more people around the world the chance to take part on a Saturday or a Sunday, to soak up the parkrun atmosphere and to boost their mental and physical health. We're ready to help thousands more people to take their first steps towards life-changing physical and social activity. It's time to start telling many, many more new parkrun stories. Perhaps yours will be one of them. And talking of stories, let's have another look in the Parkrun inbox and hear from Gillian Craig, who's a regular at Larne Parkrun in Northern Ireland. Her words are spoken by an actor. I was born one of twins and at an early age was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. I had many challenges ahead of me, including balance and learning to walk and crawl. I spent most of my early and teenage years being a spectator or just looking on at my friends taking part in sports. But in August 2015, something life-changing happened. I went along to my local parkrun. It gave me a whole new outlook on life. Parkrun has given me inspiration and enthusiasm, power and determination to succeed. Most of all, it has given me respect. I am treated equally. The encouragement and support I get from everyone is incredible. All the people involved are amazing. They will never know the difference they have made to my life. I now have a purpose, thanks to my Saturday morning parkrun. I would encourage anyone, no matter their ability, to go to parkrun. It keeps you fit and is good for your health. You can run or walk and you can make a lot of new friends. If I can do it, anyone can. Just believe in yourself, don't give up. Wow, Gillian really is an inspiration. We're thrilled she chose to share her story with us. And that's it for another episode. Coming up in episode three, we're going to cook fakeaways, your favourite treats without the takeaway price tag. Oh, and they're a bit healthier as well. Thank you for listening to Parkrun Magazine. We hope you liked the features and enjoyed our simple ways to take steps towards a happier and healthier life. To find out more about your local Parkrun event, or collect a free copy of the printed magazine, head over to magazine.parkrun.com. Parkrun Magazine is created by Parkrun, with the audio version made possible through editing and audio adaptation by Imogen Lees, 
and production by Light the Wind Media and Runcom. If you enjoyed listening, please remember to subscribe, leave a review, or share it with others. That's all for this episode. We hope you enjoy the next one.